0: Coming to you from the College of Health Solutions. Hello, this is Una Berman from The Learning Group. Joining me today is Dr. Clemency Cordes. Dr. Cordes is one of several faculty members right here at CHS who's currently piloting the Association of College and University Educators Faculty Development Program. Dr. Cordes shares her experiences with us in this conversation. So, Colleen, could you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name
1: is uh, Colleen Clemency Cordes. I am a clinical professor in the Doctor of Behavioral Health Program uh, and currently the director of that program, although as we engage in the re-envisioning process, obviously my role will be changing in the upcoming months.
0: And, um, Colleen, you've been going through the, the AQ program, And I was just wondering if uh, you could give us uh, your take on something that I think is rather unique. Now you are teaching primarily online. The content presented in the AQ modules is primarily for people teaching on ground. Are you still finding it valuable? Are you still finding the modules, um, things that you can use in class?
1: Absolutely. I'll kind of add an additional twist in that it's been my sense that uh, most of what they have been focusing on has really been around teaching at the undergraduate level. And obviously there are elements of that that apply across the educational spectrum. But uh, the program that I teach in is unique in that it's both an online and a doctoral degree. Despite that, um, I have found AQ to be incredibly valuable um, over the last few months that I've been taking it. Each uh, unit that I've taken, I have easily seen ways that I could utilize some of the skills or some of the kind of techniques that they've been talking about in the online environment um, with tweaking a lot of the time. So Mm -hmm. it has required me to be creative and oftentimes to reach out to you about what a certain technology feature Uh, might exist either in blackboard or uh, adobe connect which is where we do our webinars or or some other um, Some other platforms that I can implement things so it's not a direct translation necessarily But there's definitely lots of material that has been of great use to me over the last few months
0: It's great and that leads so well into my second question (laughs) Which lessons have you successfully adopted in your classroom? If you can tell us a little bit about why those ones in particular, if it's because it was easy to do online and how that, that went.
1: Sure. I mean, I think all of the early modules around uh, writing powerful learning objectives and tying things into the syllabus and, and rewriting the syllabus, particularly around um, working around how to articulate the assignments uh Better has been um, particularly useful for me, the Preparing an Effective Syllabus module in particular, and I've been working uh, on revising, actually, one of my classes simultaneously, and and that kind of format and strategy has been really useful. Um, When it comes to the other modules that i found particularly useful, um, one has definitely been providing clear directions and expectations or explanations. what happens oftentimes online is that students are really reliant on written communication and written information about what our expectations are and while we have in the program pretty well articulated in my opinion assignments and rubrics um, and we are unique in that we hold a weekly webinar uh, oftentimes i think that has been insufficient for students and so one of the things that i did uh, early on in the class was right before an assignment was due. I utilized a polling feature in Adobe Connect that I had never used before. Before I started talking about an assignment, in order to get students to kind of indicate whether or not they felt comfortable and confident in being able to do this assignment successfully, they overwhelmingly said that they did not (laughs) feel prepared for the assignment, which was uh, disheartening at first. Um, But it allowed me to utilize the rest of the webinar time to really focus on how I could provide them with clearer instructions and explanations of this particular assignment, which is one, uh, what we refer to in this class as a critical assignment that subsequent assignments build off of. So their understanding and mastering that mm-hmm. uh, that particular skill is really critical to their long-term success in the program. And then I was able to kind of re-poll students after the fact uh, towards the end of the webinar to see if that had been something that was useful for them, um, and, and comparatively, it did their confidence levels and their preparedness, or their reports of their competence and preparedness went up substantially. I'll say anecdotally, because um, I didn't necessarily go back into the course shell and relook again, but anecdotally it felt as though uh, the quality of assignment that was submitted was much greater than oh, great. in which was a nice uh, kind of thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've continued to use that tool for additional um, additional webinars thus far with assignments. Um, I think also information around providing useful feedback and kind of balancing how we can provide students kind of depth in feedback without overwhelming them with uh, too many things has been really useful. And I'm getting ready to try different techniques to delivering feedback. Most of my feedback has been written in the past using track changes, comments, um, Mm -hmm. as well as the rubrics. All assignments have a rubric um, in my course Uh, But now I'm going to try and see if I can provide some audio feedback as well, since students seem to have indicated uh, through some some of the materials there that that is valuable. So I'll look forward to trying that as well. Um, And finally, I would say, you know, little things around planning an effective class session, which seemed really basic when I started because I've been teaching now for um, almost 15 years (laughs) in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I originally saw that title, I kind of rolled my eyes to myself and was like, come on, I I would think I would be an effective teacher by now. Um, But little techniques that they had recommended that seemed to have gone a long way with our students have been really fascinating to me. Like uh, this semester for the first time, I've led all of my webinars with a cartoon or some sort of kind of comical uh, image related to research methods and statistics, which is what the course focuses on and is not exactly exciting material for most of our students um since it's an applied doctorate and they're not particularly excited uh, but (laughs) that's seemingly been a really good way to get them uh at least engaged off off the get-go off the bat uh and and be a little bit more active in the conversations when they can see a cartoon see something funny and then talk about how that is relevant um my personal favorite was a week ago we were talking about uh approaches to recruit, study recruitment and, and ways to ensure that you're studying your population of interest. And I had stumbled across, uh, not a cartoon, but an image that read, uh, study shows that rate of teen pregnancy drops off substantially at age of 25. And- <laughs> Yeah, it just (laughs) blew my mind how ridiculous it was and to see how quickly students started typing into the text chat when I put that up on the screen (laughs) and start talking about… Oh, you were uh, sure they were paying attention then, huh? Right, they were clearly paying attention uh, when I put that up there, which was great to see.
0: That's great. And it's interesting that you mentioned that you have been teaching for a long time, but previously or just now you said that you tried out a new feature of Adobe Connect that you mm-hmm. hadn't used before. Absolutely. I thought that was pretty cool that this is a tool that you've been using for a while and you're still learning about new features that can be helpful. So that, that's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be open to, uh, open to trying new things for certain, including new technologies. Um, I don't know that I knew that that poll existed. I think that's a good example of, you know, going to you and saying, hey, I want to try something out. How do I make this happen? And, and utilizing the instructional design team's expertise around how to make uh, something work in in the class that I've been teaching. But yeah, I've been using Adobe Connect since 2010. So to only be doing this for the first time eight years later (laughs) was uh, Mm.
0: a change. That gives me an idea for a webinar that we should probably put together. Well, there you go. (laughs) So uh, which implementations or which lessons did you find that you tried to implement and were not so successful?
1: So I will say I have not. Tried to implement it yet, at least in part because of the timing of when it was offered, but the, probably the module that struck me as being the most challenging, uh, or, yeah, challenging is probably the word to implement, would be um, the Teaching Powerful Note-Taking Skills mm-hmm. assignment. Um, and largely because I thought they had some really interesting strategies where you were engaging kind of peer breakout sessions to kind of cross check with your classmates, whether or not they were walking away with the same content that you were. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's really makes a lot of sense, but I haven't really wrapped my head around how to do that in the online environment. Got it. Got it. Um, and then I think there are also some things that I just kind of personally look at from a, from a question of the you know, how much of this is developmentally appropriate at the doctoral level versus the undergraduate level, mm-hmm. um, specifically with giving students kind of examples of other students' work that has done particularly well or poorly. And um, That's historically been something that that the DBH program has not done um, because we've been concerned that students would get kind of too focused on the example and not necessarily think outside the box oh, I see. Uh-huh. for it, although I will say... Um, I could see how that'd be incredibly valuable, uh, at the undergraduate level. And so if, if, you know, kind of under the new re-envisioning of things, I have opportunities to teach in an undergraduate program, I could definitely see that being something that I would implement in the class.
0: Interesting. Okay. And so, um, again, that leads me so well into our next question. AQ is partnering with ASU and, you know, they do actively seek our feedback, whether it's through surveys in the AQ course or just, uh, the regular meetings that we have. Do you have any suggestions for AQ, you know, as they're de- developing not just their on-ground teaching, but the online teaching courses? Something that you said just now, you know, just the level of student, you know, from doctorate to undergrad, there's different lessons to be offered. Yeah.
1: there. I think that would be my biggest piece of feedback. I actually noticed after the mid-course survey where I had provided some feedback about, you know, some some challenges with a face value applicability, I guess, Mm -hmm. of some content to the online environment. I could actually see in the most recent module block uh, that was due this past week Mm -hmm. how they started to incorporate some of that stuff. So it was really cool to see that happen in real time in the class. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that would be the next step in some way, shape, or form would be, you know, how can we highlight across the educational spectrum different ways to do some of these things? You know, I would hope as an example um, that by the time somebody comes in at the doctoral level, they have uh, fairly powerful note taking skills. <laughs> but I would not expect an 18 year old to. You know, mm-hmm. I, think yeah. I would expect an incoming freshman would really value or, or uh, really need to, to learn that skill set to be successful in college. So, you know, I think having some. Some discussion or articulation of how uh, the application of some of these concepts might vary just a tad uh, would be would probably be the next step.
0: That's a great point. And and do I hear a silent hey? I'll help you deliver that or design <laughs> that module. Sure,
1: sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, I mean, I'd very much be interested in providing some support in that. Um, I'm personally really looking forward to as as they. Uh, think about other things, I'm really very much looking forward to some of the upcoming modules, particularly around um, engaging underprepared students and um, issues related to diversity in the classroom and and, the, and uh, ensuring that there's kind of consistency in, in grading and transparent approaches and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I almost wish... Those came a little bit earlier in the class in okay. some or form uh, as well. I mean, I think as an example, the module on developing and using rubrics comes towards the very end after the semester will be over. <laughs> yeah, let's it. And obviously, we can only do so much while we're uh, you know going through this content in a in a short period of time. But I, you know, maybe some reordering of some elements also might uh, be something that I would also.
0: Yep, that's good feedback, and we can definitely take that back to AQ. All right, well, Colleen, as always, it has been a pleasure speaking with you, and I really appreciate your time. And uh, thank you very much.
1: Thank you.